0: Today's talk discusses what is considered a russia orum and amo orets. What happens, uh, when would it not be good for a woman to be davening so much? What is that case specifically talking about in our Mishnah? And we learn uh, a little bit about precious and some negative precious And with that, we begin uh, completing our list of what the definition of an, a russia. A naked Rasha. What is that? So a third of the seven uh, of seven explanations comes from Rabbi Asi Amar um, Rabbi Yekhan. he says that a Russia Arum is someone who gives advice to Yisaimim to sell their nechasim muatim. Why? Rabbi Asi um, Rabbi Yekhan says that, that if Yisaimim do sell their minimal nechasim, it's sold, and normally the daughters are supported by the nechasim muatim. Once they're sold, the daughters won't have anything to eat. He who gives that advice is Arash arum. The fourth explanation Abaya gives us, Arash arum is someone who gives advice to sell nachasim. according to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel. This is specifically going in the case of Abraisa, where someone sells his stuff to A and says, I want you to then pass it on to B. If A sells it to someone else, or if he eats it, so Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says that B can take it from those buyers. Uh, that's Rabbi Shita, rather. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds that if he sells it to to someone else, B no longer has access to it. So he who advises A to sell it to someone else is considered a Rasha Aram because B will never get the Nachasim that were that ought to go to him. The fifth explanation for Rasha Aram comes from Rabbi Yosef Bar-Chama, Amarav He says that, that Rasha Arm is someone who creates a following of Chasidus just so that he'll look good. says, everyone follow me, you know, be my chassid just so that everyone looks at me as being, you know, a Hush of a Rebbe. Rebbe Rabbi Huna says that a Rasha Aram is someone who is mekel on himself that we know is already considered a, a Rasha from other Gemara's. But a Rasha Arum is someone who is making on himself and Machmir on others. We find with G'daylem often they were make with others but kept their own personal Chumras. Ula gives us our fourth explanation for Rasha Arum. He says that this is someone who learns Torah, karavashana but, uh, he but he's not, he learns also, but he's not Mishamesh Tamidik He doesn't know Svar of the Gemara and the Tammei HaMishnah. His learning won't be clear, and he'll end up giving over wrong. Sucking on this point, the Gemara says that if someone learns Torah and Mishnayos but doesn't do Shemesh to me, the Chachamim, says that he that that's considered an Amo Aretz. Rashi says, you know, that he's a he's a bore, someone who doesn't even have a midah. is a bore. Rebbe Yannai says he's considered a Kuti. That his his Torah is going to end up being. Lacking divrei ha'achamim, it's as if he only has Torah uh, b'ksav. The Rav bar Yaakov says that he is considered a mogush, a, a wizard who tricks one's eyes and steals their hearts. Rav says that the Rav bar Yaakov's understanding of this individual, who is not being of being a machashif, that makes sense because they say that about wizards that they say these incantations but they have no idea what they're saying they you know so this guy he's learning but he has no idea what he's saying this famous maysa uh, someone with a photographic memory went to the and uh he tested him on all of shahs and the afterwards the said said, Rebbe, well wasn't that impressive he says yeah absolutely it's impressive how much someone can know and how little he can understand of it so to this person is like a even that he says all these incantations but uh, his learning is just, it's meaningless phrases. Next, the Gemara asks, what is an ama aretz? Yeah, We use the term loosely, but what's the technical definition? We have five options. The first option, according to a is anyone who doesn't learn, or who rather doesn't say kriya sh'ma for with its brachas. The chachamim says second interpretation of an Amaretz. Anyone who doesn't wear tefillin, Ben says. Anyone who does not have tzitzis on his beged, Rav Yonason yosef says. Anyone who has sons but does not raise them to learn Torah, and Achirim tell us a fifth option, an Amhar is someone who learns chumash and Mishnayas but is not Mishamash at- a tamad chachom. That's an Amhar. If he learns Torah with uh, chumash without Mishnayas, he's a bore. If he doesn't learn Torah or Mishnah, as the pasuk says about him, V'zeratius, as Zerah Behema is considered a behema, animalistic. Next, we bring a pasuk of Yeris, year. Altis Arev. What is a Shonim, and Am shoinim in this pasuk? Sri Yitzchak says, it's uh, those who learn Halacha. So well, yeah, that's what shoinim Shonim means learning. No, I might think that shoinim means someone who does an Avera and he's it he repeats that there does it a second time like Rahuna taught us that once a person does an Avera more than once it becomes like it's muttered to him my lord, then no, over here Shonah means someone who's learning Halacha in the Braisa we learn that someone who paskins from Mishnayas from the Tanoim is uh, Mavle Oulam destroying the world and we're like really it destroys the world? Ravina explains that yeah if they're paskin not not just learning Mishnayas learning Mishnayas is fantastic it's the highest that high but Poskin straight from Mishnah. That's an issue. The Mishnayas says that today would, it would be the same thing to Poskin straight from the Shochan Aruch, although the Pisgah Chuva says that now that we have the Neisah Keilam, um, and Shachantahs, they allow us to Paskin accurately from the Shochan Aruch. We have uh, the same Halacha brought in a of Yeshua tells us that the are those who are, are learning Mishnayas, Gemara says, what do you mean? Learning Mishnah is fantastic. It says, is building the world. Like, no, 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 no. If he's paskening straight from Mishnah, that is uh, cosmically destructive. Now, we said uh, in a Mishnah a, a phrase, Isha Purusha. So the Gemara says that there are three people who are Mavle O'yelam, destroy the world, a Besula who Davins, an Almana who is with the neighbors, and a Katan loy chadashav didn't finish his months. So the Gemara is going to explain what this is. The Gemara says, how could he say that these are bad things? That their mouth is destroying the world? Rabbi Yechanan taught us that we learn about Yir from a Besula and we learn about Kabbalah Scher from an Almona. The by the Besula, Rabbi Yechanan says, he heard a Besula, davening. She said, You created gan Eden, and Gehenim, Tzadikim, and and I may it be your well, your rachayin, that people should not be michshol and me. If if people need to need to look at at a, at a girl for a marriage purposes, for a mutter reason, it shouldn't lead to histaklus to a, a riyas iser. And that was a fantastic tefila. Uh when we learned kabbalah Schar from an amona. There was a specific amona who used to come to shul in the neighborhood, and every day she would be in Rabbi Yechonah's base medrash. So Rabbi Eichanan said, why are you coming all the way to my base? And I says there's a shul by you. He said, Rabbi, I get, don't I get schar for walking? I'm coming to the further shul, to Rabbi Echanan's shul, even though I have to walk by my own to get more schar of walking. So How can we say that these people are destroying the world? The Gemara says, that statement is referring to a very specific woman, Yuchni TV And Rashi explains there was a, and Almana, who was a witch, and whenever any woman would be in in labor, she would cast this spell, and not allow the woman to give birth. And when the woman was in tremendous pain, she would say, "You know what? I'm going to go daven for you that this birth should uh, f- finish easily." And then she would remove her spell, and voila, healthy birth. And everyone's like, "Oh, she has you know s- such a koyach a tefila. But once there was someone working in her house, and he saw her banging in this pot and creating this kishof spell. And uh, the moment that this worker opened the pot, it released the spell, the woman gave birth. And they realized that she was just doing kishof this whole time. But if you recall, back in the Gemara, we have three people who are Mavle Eilam. What is this? So we have two options here. First, the Gemara says it's a Tamachacham who rebels against his Rabbi. Rabbi Abba says it's a Talmud who has not yet reached the age of Paskining, of Hira, and he is Paskining. What's wrong with that? Rabbi Abba tells us that when the Pask says, Kirabim, Chalolim Hepila call Harugel Harugeal, Kirabim Chalolim Hepila tells us that, that's talking about a Tamachachacham who is Paskining before he reaches this, the age of Hira. Who has reached the age of Hairo and is not pascaning? The opposite. How old is the age of paskining? 40 years old. The Gemara says, really? You have to be 40 to Paskin? But uh, Rabba, he was very young and he was paskining. He only lived till the age of 40. The Gemara answers Bishovin, which Rashi explains that if he is the Gadol of the city in Chachmah, and he is a to of Paskin, or if he's the oldest, even if he's under 40, 40 he is allowed to passkin. He's out of town community, he's going to have a young Rav. Next, the Gemara says that there are seven in people who stay away from things and they seem to be uh, negative, purushos. What are they? So there's a uh, the Pirush shikhmi that's someone who does a meisel like Shem that is Shem all did their brasmila mila l'shem shalay l'shem sh- shemayim? Sh- so someone has a parish shalay sh- That's not good. There's a parish nakfi. Someone is walking very very slow. He's always dragging his feet. That's just like too much parishos. Uh, parish kizoy. Rav Nachman Bayetzchik explains is someone who he's walking with his head down and he's his he's rubbing his shoulder against the wall and it's actually cutting up his shoulders. That's that's too much. A uh, parish mi Rabbi Bar Shila explains as someone who's very, very hunched over like a Duchya, That it's a type of a kli. Then there's uh, a parish, uh, a parish, what do I have to do and I'll do it? Which sounds like a good thing. I think Mar explains that it means someone who says, tell me anything that I need to do. I- I've done everything. And there's uh, a parish me ahava and a parish me yira, and Rabba explain. Uh, it doesn't mean that he's parish from... Doing things for the schar or because that's a good thing. Rihidom Rav says that a person should do tarim mitzvahs, be involved in tarim mitzvahs, even shalalishma because shalalishma baalishma. Ramnachem Ba'itzrak says that which is hidden, that which is revealed, the Bezdin Hagadal is going to pay back those who cover themselves with a large talis, an act of over. Scrupulosity, displaying high high levels of it goes inappropriately to extremes for the wrong reasons. Yanai the the queen, told her daughter, "Don't don't be scared. Don't avoid. Don't be scared of the uh, Prussian. Don't be scared of those who are in Prussian. Be scared of those who make themselves look like they're Prussian. Those who are acting like Zimri." and requesting the schar like Pinchas, Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.